Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning, everyone. Happy hello. Wednesday. Uh, Greetings from Clearwater, Florida. Oh, my goodness. I'm Jim it. Rhodes, by the way. We don't say who we are. Yeah. I guess the intro Michelle. tells us. And Jim, and with Jim, the Octane Group. With the Octane Group. Um, and, we got a uh, big subject for today. <laughs> Grab a seat. We really, really do. Um, we, uh, you know, gosh, it's um, it's kind of dangerous sometimes. You just don't know what's going to come out of left field with us. And, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, something, guys. Yeah. This one we had... Considerable clarity around. We really, really did. Um, the, those of you who listen frequently know that we take a lot of time, uh, frequently to just spend. Sorry, to spend some time brainstorming, thinking, um, you know, getting more and more clear about all of the things that we have um, that we're creating. And because mm -hmm. you know, Jim and I, we like to create stuff, but um, we've been really, really clear. Uh, um, and more and more, we just get more and more focused and clear about what it is that we want. Yeah, and where we belong. And where we belong. And um, and last night was just like, okay, are you ready? Let's do this. Yeah. Let's absolutely do this. This is exciting. Yeah. So I think, you know, it felt to us it feels like a big deal because we have taken some calculated risks, I guess, in recent months and presentations and that sort of thing and starting to step in to talk more about what Michelle and I refer to as the squiggly lines in business. And, you know, I sometimes substitute that the phrasing for the warm and fuzzies. Like, you know, there's just part of this business that are just kind of, it's not black and white. Like we're, we're consultants and advisors and people bring us in to help them with their buy here, pay here business. And they start asking questions and we, we find ourselves answering questions with questions and asking dealers to think about parts of their life and their circumstances that aren't black and white. And I, I, so many times um, when we, especially when we do a discovery visit, um, cause like what, what we'll do is, uh, you know, someone is like, Hey, I need some help. You know, the whole, it's, it's the whole consulting thing. You know, yeah. I need some help. Can you come out and talk to us? See yeah. what it is that we can do? You know, what can we do to help? Um, you know, we've had even some that say we do this about every year or so or a couple of years and have someone come in and take a look at the business and see where we can tune up and all mm -hmm. of that. And so we'll sit down with them the first day and we start the first day we start asking them questions that they're like, I mean, you know, we well at the very, very beginning, we're getting all the deets, all the details, you know, what are your softwares? What are and we get all we get all of this stuff that we know that they're, you know that they really are waiting for us to ask and it's mm -hmm. to kind of get a better understanding about what it is we're doing. And then the next question floors them. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so, well, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, I want to sell more cars. No, 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 no. What do you want? Mm -hmm. And well, I, you know, I, I want to be able to, 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 to uh, and you know, I, I want to be able to, uh, grow my, my, uh, team or it's like, no, 
What do you want? If you were to jump forward five years from today, mm-hmm. how would your life be different than it is today? Yeah. And they look at you like, crap, no one's ever asked me that. Right. And oh, we, I, like, some, oh, I get to think about that? And, like that matters? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's it it it's uh it's impactful for a lot of people because they've, you know, they really don't take the time, especially in buy here, pay here. We're so busy mm-hmm. and we're so in the grind and we're so doing the stuff. And you know, we've through the course of this this um podcast, we've like, okay, so guys, here's some ways to be able to take back some of your time to work on your business instead of in your business. And this is like before with any of our clients, before we really get going, this is the question we ask them. Yeah. It's like, what do you want? Yep. Yeah. And this is not a new subject. I think since Michelle, you know, joined me in the company, you know, now approaching two years ago, we, we have kind of leaned more into this. It's kind of natural for she and I to, to kind of dig into some of the softer sides of things and really dig into the, you know, take on the big picture mm-hmm. things. And, and really that's what she and I do together. And I was thinking Michelle yesterday that if you just think through the most recent clients we worked through just one after another, after another, we have seen, a light bulb go on with them where we start going into this thing about you, you mean it's okay for me to step off the hamster wheel and breathe for a minute and think about mm-hmm. what's really good for me and not my business. And, and I've started to ask at our TIADA conference uh, presentation was the first time I asked the audience, you know, do, do you own your business or does your business own you? And those are the examples of the kind of questions mm-hmm. that I find myself asking more often. And so this is outside to traditional buy here, pay here consulting. Mm-hmm. And listen, I was there. I was the same guy who, you know, you fly in for a couple of days and you do the best you can to help people kind of figure out where they can fix some stuff. But those were typically straight lines kind of and, engagements. Uh, don't get us wrong, listener land. Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. But it's uh, it's not utilizing our full. It's strengths. not utilizing our full strengths, and and we, you know, we love being able to get. I those of you guys know me. I love getting in there and solving a problem and figuring out the best systems and the best practices and the best, you know, how can we systematize this? How can we make it easier? I love that stuff. Yeah, and add to that, I I'm always have been in this place where I I want to solve problems in the most permanent way possible. I don't. You know me, lately we've been using the phrasing about let's don't be having this same conversation around the same problem, you know, six weeks, you know, three months out down the line, however long that is a reasonable timeline. It's like, let's let's put it to bed. Let's don't use a Band-Aid here. Let's find a more permanent solution and let's really fix this thing. But in order to fix it, you know, if, if you come to me with a problem and I'm asked to try to help you solve the problem, then I'm, I'm going to ask you, okay, what's the best possible outcome like for you? So, so we can that's get in here and fix this fix. thing. That's yeah. how you create a permanent fix. And that's how you make these things more yeah. lasting, which is also something we touched on in our presentation in TIADA. And we'll be doing it again in Florida soon. But it's like you, you have to really ask yourself when it comes to writing your business plan, for example, that was the subject matter of, of our presentation in Texas, is when you're writing your business plan, how do you, how do you go about creating a business plan? Well, where do you want your business to go? Like, where do you want to be in relation to your business um, so that we can create a, a plan 
around a vision that's going to put you where you want to be you, not your business. Like you mm-hmm. got to learn to separate yourself from your business. And, uh, and Michelle and I are kind of, you know, getting comfortable with, or we're, <laughs> we're helping our dealers get comfortable with, I guess we've uh, been comfortable, but this like helping our dealers get comfortable with this idea of having these conversations and mm-hmm. talking about, you know, where do I really want to go with this business? Where do I want to be? Do I want to still be on this hamster wheel working 50 plus hours a week? Do I do, I do it cause I love it or do I do it because I feel like I have to. And, yeah. and is it okay to talk about doing something yeah. else, you know? Or, so, you know, part of what we discussed last night um, is, you know, there, there's, we really do in our, in our world of coaching and, you know, we talked about consulting and there's a difference to us between consulting and coaching. Um, and we can do both. Uh, the consulting mm-hmm. is you come in, you see the stuff that needs to be wrong. Here's your list and you go away. Mm-hmm. The coaching is we meet you where you are. Mm-hmm. We teach you what you need to learn. Mm-hmm. And we stay with you until it's done. Yeah. So when you say that middle part, I would say we teach you how to solve the problems yourself. Like we take you through, okay, here's the problem that we've identified. And as a team, this is how we're going to go about, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, dispensing of the problem in, in the most permanent way. And we're going to teach you how to do that. So when the next thing comes up that you choose to tackle, you would know how to do that. And and that way you don't need us. You You want us to stay until we teach you how to, deal with whatever's next, mm-hmm. whatever you choose, you know, identify as a, as an initiative or, you know, a target in your business would teach you how to, how to deal with that, yeah. how to put it to bed. And, um, and so that's what we kind of feel like is a, is a really important thing in coaching. And we just know that that's, that's where we need to be because like I say, we like to see problems solved. We mm-hmm. like to stay until the problem is really solved. It's, it's a little like I use the analogy once upon a time about how, you know, we, Michelle and I are both kind of like these mechanics who, you know, they work their weekends on this car because it's been kind of a frustrating thing and it's their cure and they want to. And so there, there's that satisfaction of seeing it run right. You know, once you like the mechanic who works and works on this motor and finally gets it run right. And now it's, it's, you know, toned up right. And, and so there's a lot of satisfaction in that. Well, there's even more satisfaction with getting in the car and having it take you where you want to go now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other piece of thought. Like Michelle and I can help build a car. We can yeah. help you build a car and we can even put you in the driver's seat, but you got to you know go? where you want to go. That's right? what we love. That's, yeah. that's the, you know, we can help you build the car and tune it up and all mm-hmm. of that, but we love, right. all right, where do you want to go? Right. What do you want your life to like, look like? Sure. What do you, what do you want? Sure. And, and that can be, it's, it's a beautiful thing to, you know, this, uh, this melding as we're, as we're talking about this is, is like, this is, um, your family life, mm-hmm. your, your relationship life, sure. your personal life, your private, uh, private times, my me time life. What do mm-hmm. I want? My business life. What do I want? My, my, um, uh, business, social life, like comfort. How do you want all of this to look for you? And, and and there's things more recently we've come up with us and things like, um, partnerships, you know, sometimes these partnerships in a business, sometimes it's a relationship between maybe it's a husband and wife. Maybe it's, um, you know, brothers running a business. We see a fair amount of that. We see a lot of sibling stuff. Yeah. Maybe we're just talking about a relationship between a dealer and their investor. You know, sometimes there are things like this that we, we, we're okay with getting involved in that. 
And you know, are we trained, you know, life coaches, we're highly experienced <laughs> individuals who are, we, we basically arrive as mediators and problem solvers. Uh -huh. and we, so we are able to identify the problem. And sometimes those problems lie in the gray space, like in the squiggly lines between mm -hmm. black and white. The things that connect all the straight lines. It's yeah. like the, what do you want? How sure. do you want to, you know, how do you want your, your, uh, your partner to communicate with you? How do you, how do you want your customer to see you? How do yeah. you, all of those kind of things. Yeah. And every time this comes up, I, I feel like it, it takes me back to this thing about, and it's all, it's loosely related, but bear with me. Like this idea of execution is everything you heard, have heard me push back on that. Some mm -hmm. where, you know, there's this expression out there. People say, you'll see it in LinkedIn and other business environments where they say execution is everything. And I push back on that and have for years. I say, I don't think that's fair because I don't think that gives enough credit to the creator, the innovator, whoever is the, you know, the one with the vision. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so because to me, execution without that clarity of vision is just movement. It's, it's yeah. just activity. So as, as a business owner, you really do have a responsibility to be very clear yeah. about, and be very, very clear about what that vision is. Sure. What it, and and then it's it's about delegating to the rest of your teams for the execution part and that you're but it's very it's important to be very very clear and that your team understands that clarity and that your team understands where you're going yeah and there's also a lot of talk out there around you know uh, business having a purpose and a why like what's your and and I I grow a little tired of the phrasing like mm -hmm. is this whole thing about you got to have a why you know what's your purpose well we we think that is important. And it's part of this vision piece that mm -hmm. we talk about. And it's part of how, and like in our presentation, Texas around business planning, it's like, it, we feel like this is how you create a business plan that is sustainable, that you can complete when you get mm -hmm. everybody bought into whatever it is that's foundational. Mm -hmm. Like what is the core? Mm -hmm. Let's get down to the core of what's, what's driving us to do what we do every day. Then now our ability to stick to that, and for all of us to execute on that together is much, much greater when we're all bought into that. And so this, this is where leadership comes in. This is where, you know, as a dealer, and this is why we just don't hear a lot of talk about this in this, in this industry. Like there's, there's, you know, there's talk about leadership and business and you can find that stuff. It's just that we don't talk enough about it and buy here, pay here. And, and I think we have the added problem in buy here, pay here of having we have a lot of departments in our business. We have a lot of moving pieces and buy here, pay here, mm -hmm. sales, underwriting collections, all the different stuff, inventory, maybe a service department. Like there's just a lot of different balls in the air mm -hmm. at any given time. So that means it's even more important for us to have tremendous clarity. And it's challenging for dealers that are, that find themselves on this hamster wheel. As we talked about, mm -hmm. you know, a few months ago, it's like when you're on that hamster wheel, it's sometimes difficult to, to take a moment, and you know, whether that looks, whatever that looks like for you, a, a long drive, whether it's a, you know, a, a, a little meditation time <laughs> or time on a treadmill or whatever that looks like, wherever you can find some peace and quiet and some clarity and, and get real clear about your vision. And so this is where Michelle and I've been asking the questions and we've been taking dealers there and the response has been tremendous. Like people it, respond. To it's it. been really interesting to hear, um, the like, oh, wow, this is, this is 
different. This is more than what I thought I would, I mean, and, and, and in a very, very positive way. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, and I, what I've seen, um, and I'm going to get a little real with you for a yeah, second. Of course. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not buy here, pay here. Right. And, and I'm just, you know, I have corporate America, all of that kind of stuff. And I see a lot of really, um, uh, a lot of business people mm-hmm. that are, that are trying really hard to run an effective business, a compliant business, mm-hmm. a business that's paying the, the paychecks, sure. it's, it's paying or, you know, it's, it's paying the bills, um, that we don't have customers screaming at us mm-hmm. that we're, you know, we're keeping all the stuff, just everything is just, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the intent is just to keep all of these straight lines just really mm-hmm. in a level place. And I, what I see more and more as we talk to these dealers and like I said, I'm new to the space, um, is that so few of them, so few of you take the time to really think about you mm-hmm. and your family mm-hmm. and your life sure, and what it is that, that how your business and your family can be a really beautiful complement to each other. Yeah. And, and, and just to watch the reaction as we kind of go into these types of conversations with different dealers that it's almost like, for a second there, it's a do not compute, do not compute. And then a light goes off mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, wait a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could make sense for me. That could make sense for me. And that is actually like a light at the end of the tunnel for whatever it is mm-hmm. that is challenging them. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever problem that needs to be solved, whatever system that needs to be created, whatever, you know, planning for the future, whatever it is, solve a problem. Um, create a system, plan a future. What, mm-hmm. Whatever that problem is, is that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, not just in the straight lines and how we're going to do it, but it's like, oh, this is something that could be much bigger than this. Yeah. And there's also the piece that's outside the business, like thinking about you and your family and where you want to go. And I've said for years, like I've talked about in a startup situation where we're meeting a dealer who's getting into buy here, pay here for the first time. I often have a lot of questions for them. And, um, and I've, said and probably even shared in articles in the past about how i think those conversations that i have with dealers early on is much like what you would have suppose you're a young couple and you're you're setting up you're meeting with a retirement planner right and so this retirement planner is going to have a lot of questions for you about what you want your life to look like in the future what are what are we thinking about kids and college and there's a lot of things to think about and we have the good fortune in buy here pay here we can create damn near anything we want mm-hmm. like we just really have the ability I love it to we can create there's so many different scenarios and ways to go and buy here pay here we just have the flexibility to create you know almost any kind of business model whether we want to focus on cash flow or equity we can get there and so there's that you think about that at the start of your business think about that before we start making all these mm-hmm. decisions because you know i always use the example about dealers will ask me well where should i set my interest rate well how do you want to be known in your community, right? It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the beautiful thing that I really have loved about this being yeah. the newbie is that you have the opportunity to create this beautiful business, but mm-hmm. you also have an opportunity to really impact your customer and your community. Yeah. You have a job, you have an opportunity to do that. Like most other businesses can't. Yeah. 
So I just, uh, as you know, I just repurposed an article that I dug out from 2014. Uh-huh. So 2014, um, I was, I was also writing already at that time about this idea of head and heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you squiggly think squiggly lines, straight lines, yeah, it's squiggly lines. And so today we're thinking squiggly lines. And I think one of the things that I also see out there, and this is not meant to be an indictment of anybody. We, we all kind of get busy in our business and we're, we're out there focusing on our bottom line and, and focusing you using our head. Mm-hmm. And, and we we're kind of neglecting our heart in this business. And so the reason that matters for me is because we talked about it, how it means for the dealer and the family and outside the business, but inside the business with all of our people, the heart piece matters because it's how do we connect with our community, with our customers, anybody that we meet on any given day, do we see them connect with them, hear them? Can I, can I bring that back just a little bit yeah. more? How do you connect with your team. Yeah, of course. Yeah. How do you connect with your team? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you, are you fostering that? Is mm-hmm. that, is that something that's really important to you that you are connecting to your team and that your team understands the bigger picture? Right. I love the thing. We'll try to find it and share it in the comments. I love the thing from Gary V where he's got somebody in the audience that says, I'm having lots of turnover. You know, I got to hire people and I have to fire them. So, and hire them. You know, you know what, what was it that he asked? He says, the, he says, I don't know if I have a problem or if, and, is, is and Gary V yelled over top of Yeah. The problem is you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But again, not meant to be an indictment. It's just that we, mm-hmm. we kind of lose sight of the fact that, yeah, there's some stuff we got to fix. There's some mm-hmm. stuff we got to work on. There's some, and so, you know, again, there's a lot of straight line stuff that Michelle and I deal with and, 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 and we answer those things. Yeah. yeah we we know the answers. That. It's just that going back to a, something as simple as you're a new dealer and you ask, you know, where should I set my interest rate? Well, well it's possibly profitable at 19.9%. <laughs> it's possible. You could go max rate. You go max rate. Those are straight lines. Those yeah. straight line decisions, but the curvy lines are the things that surround it. Yeah. It's like, okay, before you set your, your, your interest rate, how do you want to be known to your customer? Yeah. It, will it make a difference to be max rate or 19%? So let's just ask that question. Will it make a difference? If the answer is no, then set the interest rate anywhere you want to. If the answer is yes, then let's consider that. Yeah. And I think we just picked this as one example that you can go through question after question after question about how do I make that your, decision your, your in my collection business policies, your whatever. And, and really what I'm suggesting is if you, if you, I can help you better make that decision for yourself and the, and the decisions that you're going to make next month, the next year, when I may not be, you know, available to you, whatever it's like the best way I can tell you to make those decisions is to involve the heart for your community and your customers in making those decisions. And, and so, you know, it came up in, in a Facebook thread recently, this conversation, and I'll credit Tyler Simmons out in West Texas. He's the one who chimed in and used the word empathy in, in the conversation around collections. And I thought, I don't hear anybody else use the word empathy. So I chimed in and said, thanks, Tyler. Like nobody else uses the word empathy in collections that I hear. And so this is an example of, you know, you can, you can be heartless and you can, you can write a policies and procedures booklet and you can stick to that policies and procedures booklet and, and ignore the heart piece. And, you know, can you still be profitable? Yeah. Probably. Will, is your business as easy to, to sustain? I'm going to say no. 
I'm going to say your business becomes more sustainable. It's more likely to live a long and healthy life and be uh, highly regarded in your community and, and valued by your customers. And you got referral business and repeat business. And, and that's where the heart comes. You know, we, we notice, and this is where the white hat way, because this heart piece is very much so the white hat way. And we have a few of our dealer friends that it's like, they got this, they got this from the start. They, they, we, some of our colleagues, people that we know and really appreciate that they, they don't really, most of their business is Mm -hmm. repeat or referral because they've really figured out how to show their community and their customers that they care Mm -hmm. and that, that, um, we're here with you. Right. And we're on the same side of the table sure. and they're bringing the empathy and they're bringing the squiggly lines there and they're, and they still have the straight lines. It's mm-hmm. like, I, one of the things that I love Tommy Brandis, um, sorry, Tommy, I'm calling you out. Um, is that, you know, his, his repo mm-hmm. vernacular is why'd you make me bring the car back? Mm-hmm. Why'd you make me do that? That just totally takes it on such a heart level. It's like, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. What, what, what could we have done differently? Mm-hmm. How could we have, how could we yeah. have worked together? This wasn't to, the outcome I this, was looking for. This is for. not the outcome that I was looking for. Right. And, and I just, you know, I, I really, there are, there are some dealers out there that have really, without having the names associated with, they really get this head and heart piece. They get this white hat way piece. They get this straight lines and squiggly lines piece. Mm -hmm. And what Jim and I really, uh, what we just so enjoy is stepping in with, with, uh, with people that, that have asked us to, to take a look or to, to help them Mm -hmm. and help them get that. Sure. Help them get there where they're running a really good, it's a, it's a tight business. Right but they are so crystal clear about how they're going to be known in their community mm-hmm. about how they're going to be known by their customer mm-hmm. about how they're going to be known by their employees right. about and that that's an that's like an important piece in the balance of decisions that they make yeah and i also think you know even back from before i was in the car business in the 90s and you know i got in the i got in the pawn shop and sporting goods business in the late 80s and I just remember even as a young entrepreneur with a little bit of college and, and, you know, some business courses, but mostly I'm coming at it through the eyes of a consumer mm-hmm. and I'm just looking at business and I'm thinking, you know, there are, there, it's about messaging. So it's like, it's, so it becomes about storytelling. Mm-hmm. How can I tell my story in my community? So if we want to take this to marketing for just a moment, it's like, how do I tell my story? Well, the, the best stories are real. You know, they're the most. They're, yeah. You know, as you read a book, if it sounds real and mm-hmm. you can connect to it, then, then you're going to stay with it. So I think for me, the part that I would say from a marketing standpoint and what we're talking about here is that when, when we can get real about who we are, when we can create a vision that permeates our entire operation and, and it's a true story, like we're out just telling a story mm-hmm. and it's true. It's not that we're grandstanding and we're saying hey take a photo of this check we wrote to a local charity like <laughs> yeah. that's cool you, yeah. you wrote a check but can you show me instead an example where you were out in the community actually you know so you see where i'm coming from well that and and i was just thinking to myself okay so you know you you um 
dealers out there in, in listener land. Um, I, we love our community. We love our, our, uh, we love our customers. We really want to help them succeed. We, you know, we want to make sure that they are, um, that they are, uh, uh, getting the support that they need all of that. Okay. So let's look at your marketing. Does your marketing explicitly communicate that to them yeah. or is it car centric? Yeah. Is it, is it, we want to help. And that's that so that you can like being transparent. It's like, do they know that yeah. this is who we are and what we want? Right. And man, just, I would just say, and, and we see this in marketing, let's take it outside of buy here, payer for a minute. So it doesn't feel like it's an, an attack on our buy here, payer clients and listeners. It's, if you oh, take no, it outside no. of buy here, pay, you know, nothing, none of what we're talking about is meant to be an indictment. It's more like an opportunity to recognize when we bring this art piece, then we get a chance to tell an authentic story. Yeah. And now we have a chance to connect with our community in a different way. And now it really changes, you know, how, how really, how many leads we get and how successful we are with those leads, all those kinds of referrals, things. Yeah. Um, repeats, but all I'm, of that. I'm just saying, when I mean, you take it outside by here, pay and you watch these people that are out there doing these businesses that are out there, you know, promoting themselves as being, you know, family operation or whatever. I would just ask, you know, can we think about that in terms of being, um, just think about the word disingenuous. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, if you watch a campaign from somebody and it looks disingenuous, it doesn't, it looks like it's grandstanding. It looks like it's, it's fake. It's, <laughs> it's meant to sound like we're good people, but uh -huh. we don't, we don't, we're just, we're talking about ourselves as being good people, but we're not showing we're not showing or there's, or there's something about like, uh, you know, I really think that this is wh who you are because yeah. that's, that's where you're showing more it's, than what you're it's showing. Superficial. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you, yeah. we got to be prepared to take people inside who we really are, you know, and, and I hope that how you want really to are. be known. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'll, I'll say something else. Like I remember also in San Antonio last year, the first time I really posed the question in, you know, a public sort of environment like that. I've done it with clients, but you ask the question, look, you don't, you don't need to raise your hands, but I want you to answer for yourself as you sit in this, this classroom. Do you genuinely care about your customers? Just, and, and so my listeners today or dealers, uh, you don't have to answer for me, you know, throw it in the comments and just answer for yourself. Do you truly care about the success of your customer? I'm going to say most, most, most of the dealers are going to say yes. Yeah. Then the next question is, does your customer know that? Right. Can they see that? Can they see that? Is that what you're communicating with them in how you interact with them daily with your customer or with your collections department, how you're, how you're communicating with them through social media, all right. of those things. And I'm yeah. talking about something much more than language in, an, in a newsletter. I'm talking about what do they see? Like, what mm -hmm. do you show them mm -hmm. that, that's authentic? that they can see who you are and that you genuinely care about them and their customers. And for those who didn't hear it, I would just go back and listen to our episodes with Tommy Brandis. You know, mm -hmm. we talk about that. Tommy and I talked about that, you know, good amount. It's like that. What, what do you show? Like if, so I, I remember posing the question of our panelist at uh, NABD last year. It's like, what are the, um, how would I know if I'm your customer, how would I know? that you value my business. So we, we add each of them kind of explain that of what, so, so this is, these are among the things I would ask dealers to think about is what do I see? Like, mm -hmm. what do I know 
that, um, you know, can, can help me see that the true, that you truly care about me and my business and you have some degree of empathy for me Mm -hmm. and my situation. So these are the things that, you know, we, we want to talk about this, why we wanted to bring forward, you know, in a really clear way what michelle and i mean when we refer to squiggly lines you're gonna hear that a lot from us squiggly lines squiggly lines are the non-tangibles they are the heart piece to buy here pay here some would call it warm and fuzzy and jim loves the warm and fuzzy right um so we will we're going our promise to you and this is you know this is why this episode is it's our promise to you is that we are stepping forward Mm -hmm in a very unapologetic way right. in being the um, influencers mm-hmm. for the squiggly lines. Yeah. We see we're, that it's needed. We, we see that it's needed and yeah. And we're, we're here really to help um, help influence and help get dealers get really clear about some of those things and, sure. and help the, the, uh, the image. Mm-hmm in a whole of sure. buy here, pay here right. to shift into something that, oh, these people really do care mm-hmm. about their customers, about their community, about their employees. And imagine if you would, as more and more dealers shift into communicating that, mm-hmm. how that shifts really right. the, the perspe- their perception as the industry in a whole Right. And how that shifts the conversation with organizations like the CFPB. Yep. All of that. I don't know how many white hat Wednesdays you're going to have to listen to. (laughs) You can see that Jim and Michelle truly care about the success of the buy here, pay here dealer. And we also care about the success and the experience of the buy here, pay here consumer. Mm -hmm. So like I say, However many episodes you need to listen yeah, to, exactly. you can see that that's what we're all about. <laughs> exactly. And I know we've taken a little bit more time today. And so, you know, basically as we wrap up, what does this mean? What does this mean to you? What does this mean for us? Um, we're stepping forward. It's like, there are a lot, there are a lot of really great consultants and coaches that will help you really dial in all of those straight lines, mm-hmm. all of the, you know, it's like, how should we do this? How should we do that? How, they really are. I mean, we've got a long list of people that we, mm-hmm. that we really, um, without hesitation would say, this is a good person for you to go talk to about this. This is a good person for you to go talk to about this. This is, you know, right. um, that we are stepping forward with, we're going to help dealers with, the squiggly lines. Mm-hmm. We can help with the straight lines. And so if you need us to come in and help with the straight lines so that you can get the squiggly lines all in order, sure, you can get that heart piece and like really start to, to, uh, to, to broadcast that heart piece. We are, <laughs> we're your people. And we would love to see more and more coaches step into that space as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, and more the merrier, honestly, yeah. because it, this is our intent is to, is to be an influencer on this, on this um, industry, sure, and industry uh, influencer for good, right? And so we are going to be stepping forward with yep. squiggly lines. Um, if we can, if there's something that uh, that you need help with on the squiggly lines, um, we'll be posting also our calendly link to do an exploratory call, and see if there's something that we can help you with. Um, mm-hmm. If you need some straight lines and squiggly lines, um, 
you know, call us too. Cause we, I love systems and processes. <laughs> she does. You know that. Um, and then also know that, uh, Jim, uh, talked about our Texas address, um, where it was, you know, how it was like a business plan. And we went real squiggly lines with this, with Texas. And, and we've been asked to speak at, uh, FIADA, um, the second, third, or actually, I think that we're speaking on the, the third or the fourth. I the fourth. actually can't remember. Um, and, uh, and we're going to be giving the, the, basically the same presentation. presentation. And so if you would like the opportunity to, to see it, mm -hmm. um, you know, reach out to FIADA, I think it's FIADA.com. Sure. Um, and you can get registered. You don't have to live in Florida to, to come, mm -hmm. um, but come and, and, uh, and listen, and, uh, we welcome you to do that. We, um, and just know that that's, that's where we're moving forward. And that's yeah. what we're, that's, that's, that's really who you're going to see us step forward as, as far as um, what we're doing in our coaching. Yeah. We're already doing it. We're just telling you that we're doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we're coming out like right. unapologetically guys. Right. Yeah. We've been kind of doing it in the background, but it's like, this is who we are. This yeah. is what we're doing. This is where the industry could use our this help. This is where the industry could use your help. Yeah. We're so grateful that you guys are all listening. Um, uh, looking forward to a great Wednesday as we kind of ramp up for um, Fridays and paydays and all mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. Um, hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your rest of your day. Oh, and oh, um, Tommy. Yeah, I know you're here. Um, we we are also doing a live event mm -hmm. with Mr. Tommy Brandis mm -hmm. in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Town uh, Hall. Town Hall. Buy her, pay here. Regional Town Hall. Um, it will be the pilot, hopefully for many more to come. Looks like seven live broadcasts, top of every hour. Top of on every that hour day. on that uh, day. Yeah. So we will be broadcasting live. So those of you who enjoy listening to the podcast, you know, um, it's, you're not just going to have to listen to us blather all day, mm -hmm. but, um, we will be starting the entire event with our, um, white hat Wednesday mm -hmm. uh, morning show and then moving into, um, multiple sections and there's going to be some dealer panels and some, uh, some great stuff. Uh, yeah. Some really great stuff. Uh, so hopefully you've already circled that day. If, if, uh, if you can, you know, tune in, mm -hmm. um, during the day and, and see some of the things that, that we're going to be doing. So that is on October 19th. And before we close out, I want to ask Brett Buick. I will reach out to Brett, uh, privately as well. If you haven't closed that, uh, fundraiser, please don't give it a few more days and uh, let's so just let's leave it open with yeah yeah all right have a great wednesday and we will see you on friday <laughs>